Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Are any changes in the federal monetary policy in the works? Well, today on the NOCO Retirement Report, we have audio from Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell on our economic recovery, and we'll talk about what their efforts could mean for you. Plus, USA Today says Social Security is your retirement income anchor, and we'll cover what professionals say you need to know about Social Security to improve your chances of having the retirement of your dreams. We'll talk more with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh about Social Security's reports in a few minutes, but you can always reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. On the web, it's laymanlewis.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And we like to start it off with a little musical prelude. Oh, yeah. Sing along. Elton John. It was this week in history in 1972 that that single was released and the song was inspired by the short story The Rocket Man by Ray Bradbury. Also, our own Rocket Man on This Week in History began his career as an advisor 45 years ago. Let's give it up for Chuck. Whoa! I'm the Rocket Man. How about that? Congratulations, Chuck. Uh, happy anniversary to you this week. And, and, um, Boy, a testament to a great career. Well, thank you. It seems like I just started 50 years ago. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I still love what I do. That's why I'm still here. Still uses a calculator. So. <laughs> Does he have a pocket protector, though? Yeah. Okay. That's, I do. Oh, I do. Very good. My, I've got duct tape on the corner of my glasses. But you love and, it so uh, much you brought your daughter and son-in-law on board with you. So that's, right. that's how much you I love did. it, which is really awesome. Well, let's uh, let's let's dive in. We start with economic recovery from the pandemic. And Josh, I'll start with you. Jerome Powell is the chairman of the Federal Reserve, and he says we still have a way to go in the recovery from the pandemic. The economy is a long way from our employment and inflation goals, and it is likely to take some time for substantial further progress to be achieved. Now, he says the federal's or the Fed's goal is to keep inflation about two percent, and that has not changed. This means that following periods when inflation has been running below 2%, appropriate monetary policy will likely aim to achieve inflation moderately above 2% for some time. So, Josh, what's your take on, on this inflation chatter, and should baby boomers be concerned about helping to protect their income from higher costs down the road? Yeah, what's interesting about kind of all of the remarks and inflation is it seems like inflation has turned into this really sort of ambiguous thing. Like, does it exist? Does it not exist? You hear people go, oh, inflation hasn't been that bad for, you know, that long or we haven't seen it. And and I think what's interesting about inflation is it's very segmented, right, where we see certain things like oil and gas prices right now. 
we're seeing considerable rise in that. So we're seeing inflation happen in those prices. We've seen it in healthcare just run rampant. You know, you look at other things though, where inflation has been relatively stable for a long time. So I think those metrics really get skewed, but ultimately it kind of comes back to the fact that the Social Security Administration looks at something called the chain CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and they look at how that fluctuates and they use those metrics to decide, is a cost of living adjustment warranted due to inflation? So I tell you all of that to tell you that inflation is real. We're just seeing it in different places. And we're also seeing the government keep track of it in different ways. So I don't necessarily think it's an accurate reflection of what you and I, the consumers of the U.S. are actually seeing at the grocery store, seeing at the gas pump, seeing at our doctor and hospital visits and things like that. So I think, you know, inflation is definitely out there regardless of what the Fed wants to tell us. And if you're not accounting for that in your retirement plan, you're doing yourself a disservice, right? You're eroding the purchasing power of your dollars by not taking inflation into account. And it's it's what we call the, the carbon monoxide of your portfolio. It's the silent killer. And it's one of those things that creeps up on you and, and it can become an issue if you're not looking at it regularly. So, Chuck, I would think that you've seen over the years that people always want to maintain their lifestyle, if not get a little better because they paid some things off. And when they're in retirement, they they want to feel like uh, they're not having to cheat themselves, if you will. You've probably seen that a lot in, in your 45 years of doing this. Yes, I have. And the point of it is, is that, you know, you can cheat yourself if you're not taking all these things into consideration. And that's why, you know, we preach this, we talk about it every week about having a plan. Because if you don't cover, you know, one of the areas that is in retirement planning, and when it comes to your money, especially inflation, and, you know, like Josh said, uh, you know, the carbon monoxide of, uh, of, you know, retirement financial planning is inflation. But, you know, there are ways that you can take that into consideration, and we do that when we put together a total plan, is inflation is in there. We use a 90-year average. Uh, We also look at, hey, what if it went, you know, higher than that? Uh, What if it's been lower than that? We can plug in any number a person wants, but we like to look at at what's it actually done. There's been high years, low years. But when you put that in there and then you take that into consideration along with the other four elements of, you know, retirement planning, now you've got a plan. And you can look at it and adjust things as you go along, which we do with our clients because guess what? Things are going to change. We know that. I mean, no look question. What's, look what's changed in the last week. I, I've got to get rid of my Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> uh, come on, Chuck. We, we want, still want you to have fun around the office. <laughs> we do want you to reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team at 970-446-1234 and put our team to work for you and your retirement. 970-446-1234. Also, they are offering, uh, Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire team offering you, will your money last as long as you do? It is a great resource. All you do is log on to laymanlewisresources.com forward slash money. laymanlewisresources.com forward slash money. There are other reports there as well. All you have to do is input your email address and you will get that PDF sent to your email. laymanlewisresources.com forward slash money. Now, Alicia, and this is the NOCO Retirement Report with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, the USA Today Social Security 
Um, This article in USA Today said that Social Security is your retirement income anchor. Now, that's how important it is. It serves as an anchor for your retirement. But how do you help people get the most out of their benefits so they aren't walking away from maybe tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime? Well, it certainly is an anchor. It is. I mean, we look at Social Security income as one of your pensions. You've paid into that, so we want to make sure that you can get the most out of it. And there's a lot to take into consideration, not just, I think I should take Social Security now because I can. You know, I, we had um, somebody in the office just last week that was like, well, I think I'm going to start my Social Security. And I was like, well, well why, are you, why would you do that? And she said, well, I was talking to my friend and her and her husband said that they crunched the numbers. And so that, you know, it just makes more sense to take it sooner. And I just kind of looked at her in a puzzled way of if that is how you're making decisions, it, that that is a scary way to make decisions because A, she's still working, and so she would be penalized if she were to take her Social Security uh, right now because it's early. And also, she's a single gal, and her taxes are different. Her income is different. So really, I'm saying all that just just to remind you that there's a lot that goes into it. We look at how is your health. We look at what taxes are you going to be paying, and how is that going to affect your Social Security. And we also look at, you know... Between the years of full uh, Social Security and the full retirement age and 70, you're making 8% on your Social Security. That doesn't mean that it always makes sense to wait until you're 70 to take it. So there's a lot of different things that we're looking at, and it's not just one recommendation across the board of, you know, take it at such and such age. It is really, truly down to uh, the individual and your specific circumstance on how we recommend taking it. And that's the hard hard part that we do for you, but then we love to kind of spell it out, the, the why with the what of this is why we're recommending it that way. And Josh, this has got to be one of those things. What are some of the factors people should consider before they start turning on and claiming those Social Security benefits? Yeah, there's quite a few. So provisional income is one of the biggies there. So that looks at how much of your Social Security is going to be taxed. It also looks at how much your Medicare Part B premium is going to cost you. So big things to keep in mind there. Also, um, your spouse and their age, um, what kind of assets you have to kind of you know supplement your income in retirement. Do you need Social Security? Or are you looking to maybe defer a larger benefit so that if you predecease your spouse, they're going to receive that larger benefit? Um, longevity is a big one where we look at doing what we call a break-even analysis on if you filed at a certain age, how long would it take you to break even if you were to file at another different age? So I think looking at kind of family history becomes a big part of that conversation because, you know, sometimes people defer that Social Security benefit for so long that when they start receiving it, They've just, you know, used up three to five years of their life expectancy to do so. So there's a lot of different ways to look at that and really kind of sitting down, talking to you, figuring out how exactly Social Security fits into your specific situation. Because, again, there's a lot of factors that go into that. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, and we've got a couple minutes left here. And so, Alicia and Chuck, I want you to sound off. 
Social Security, it certainly fits into that process. And we talk so much about the plan, your retirement income plan. What? How do you fit it in? How do you work with people on making sure that they understand what what part of the plan Social Security is? Well, and that's where we really start honing in on, again, the, the five areas. We always talk about these five areas. What is your investment plan, mm-hmm. your income plan, your tax plan, your health care plan, and your legacy plan? And um, whether you realize that or not, Social Security has a bit to play in all of those. So think about your investment plan. How does Social Security have anything to do with your investment plan? Well, it really does take a lot of pressure off how much money you're taking off of your portfolio for your income. When it comes to your income plan, well, that's simple. Social security is a part of your income plan. We also look at your health care and your tax plan. So your tax plan, first of all, kind of like what Josh was talking about, um, we look at what is your provisional income? How is your social security going to be taxed? And that's where we kind of work in when it would be the best for you to start taking social security, because we want to make sure that you're getting tax the least amount on your social security as possible because we've already paid we've tax already on paid tax on it right <laughs> uncle yeah, sam's already had yes. his portion yeah now he wants more <laughs> and then you know as as far as the legacy plan too you know josh mentioned that as well of hey how how is um legacy playing into it meaning if you whoever predeceases the other how much social security are they going to get they're going to get the the larger of the two social security which still boggles my mind you both paid into it i, I would think the surviving spouse should be entitled to some but that's just not how it works no. Write your congressman. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yes. So so really it it fits in your so in your plan in no. a big way. Social security is really really important. Very very important. And have you thought about your social security? How is it going to impact you long term in those 30, 35, maybe even 40 years of retirement? When you turn it on, when you take it is key. But you have to sit down with someone that can explain it all in simple terms that you can understand, and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team can do just that. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire team wants to help you get into and through retirement. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Social Security. Do you want to get the most out of it? Learn how with the Lehman Lewis team's free Social Security report. Get your copy at laymanlewisresources.com slash security. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash security. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Hi, this is Jimmy Lakey for Lehman Lewis Financial Group. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've watched your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be just fine. But you still don't feel confident. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take the checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes on the list with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you. For the complimentary checklist, call this number, 970-875-6411, 970-875-6411. 
Take the checklist challenge today with Layman Lewis Financial Group, 970-875-6411. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. All investments are subject to risk, including the potential loss of principal. Could a recession rob you of your retirement dreams? Find out today with Layman Lewis's free guide. Get it now at laymanlewisresources.com slash protect. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash protect. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Chuck and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, does the thought about living your savings keep you up at night? That thought you are not alone on. The fear of outliving our retirement savings is the greatest retirement concern among most retirees. Now, we're about to share some ways to help address three of the biggest money concerns in retirement. Alicia, I'll start with you. Let's talk about some of the biggest concerns that your clients come in with about getting into and through retirement. Well, you nailed it on the head. I would say the number one biggest concern uh, that we hear is people are nervous about outliving their savings. Uh, next is the social security benefits being reduced. You know, that's a big question mm -hmm. if that's going to be something that they see in their lifetime. And also, um, number three would be declining uh, health and then the health care costs that are associated with the declining health. And um, something that I think a lot of people have neglected to plan for. And um, that can really throw a monkey wrench in your retirement plan. Plan because that can often lead to the outlift, outliving of your savings. So making sure that you have a plan for that, which, you know, a lot of people who come through our doors um, for the very first time, they don't have a plan for that. And that's the biggest thing is people are listening this morning and they're wondering, boy, do I reach out? These are the kind of things that you help them prepare for. Stress testing a portfolio for the first time is eye-opening. I would love uh, you know, to sit in with you all uh, you know, just when you present that information because it, it does have to be real. If they've never done any kind of planning and they haven't, they just say, well, I've got this stuff. And and they haven't tested it to see what's going to happen. The ups and downs of markets and things could happen. Uh, it, it really is eye-opening, is it not? Yeah. I mean, this is a lot of times people come into our office and that's exactly what they say is they lay down all their different statements and they're like, I've got all of these investments. They're all here and I've worked hard and I've saved. And um, But that's all it is. It's just a bunch of investments yeah. <laughs> and I don't have a plan. And, and what if this happens? And what if that? And, and that's why we put together a written plan and show them this is how we address um, making sure that you have an investment plan, an income plan, a tax plan, a healthcare plan, a legacy plan. But then also you have to understand that this is not a set it and forget it plan. This is truly something that needs to be regularly revisited based on what's happening in your life, what's happening in the economy, and make sure that it is consistently um, in line with what what you need in your life. And everybody is different. So that the plan is never the same, and and it is never, ever a set it and forget mm, it. Yeah, no doubt. Reach out at 970 Four four six one two three four and connect with the Layman Lewis Financial Family. You can go to the web as well, laymanlewis.com. That number again, 970-446-1234. Chuck, 
this is you know financial planning and and helping people the financial services industry you've been doing this for over 40 years so this is you've seen a lot of people you know come and go and and many uh, you know box, shoe boxes of life that they brought in so why do you think that outliving our savings is the very top thing that everybody thinks about is weighing on their mind well i i believe that it's because uh in in today's retirement age, people don't have pensions. The majority of them have 401ks, IRAs, things like that. And they have seen these um, market investments go up and they've seen them, you know, lose 30, 40% like back in uh, 08 and 09. And now with the uncertainty of what's going on in the world today, that is a concern because they, you know, they, they're not aware of all the options that are available to them. And they're looking at saying, well, gosh, you know, what if, what if this money I have, I lose 30, 40% of it, am I going to outlive my income? There's so much uncertainty. And that's a thing that if you don't have a plan, you're going to have uncertainty. A plan brings to you freedom, the freedom to be able to know how much you're going to be able to spend because you have a plan that's going to say, here's how long your money's going to last. And, you know, taking everything into consideration, that's what we do here. Inflation, cost of living adjustments, you know, when we get them on Social Security, all those little things that are part of what's my income going to be. And then when they they can see that, that they have a plan, because a lot of times we're going to suggest that they put some of the money into, yes, an annuity, because an annuity is the only thing that's going to guarantee them an income for life. That's why they're so popular uh, with a lot of people. Uh, you know, we're finding more people are getting educated on annuities or doing their own research and coming in saying, I, I want to look into an annuity because I want to make sure I have an income that I can't outlive. Now, am I saying that that's all we do? No, not at all. Because if you put everything into an annuity, that's not a plan. If you have everything in a market. That's really not a plan. You've got to let everything work together to make sure that you're taking advantage of up markets, down markets, and the in-between markets. That gives you the peace that you want in retirement and not having to worry about, am I going to outlive my income? Your retirement is going to last the rest of your life. So why not invest time, resource, and a team that will help show you exactly what will happen if the economy is very good, if the economy goes in the tank, or if things go along with moderate ups and downs. That's what the Lehman Lewis financial team does for you. They sit down with you and look at all of the ups and downs that could happen to you over those 25, 30, 35 years of retirement. You need to take the time to sit down and invest in your retirement income with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. Reach out at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You can also find them on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now, Josh, I want to bring you in. As people look at this um, and they want to know, hey, have I saved enough? How do you help them see that they've saved enough or maybe they need to be smarter in some areas as they're getting into the retirement years so they they don't outlive their money? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think for a lot of people, it kind of comes back to output, 
right? Sitting down, looking at a budget, understanding what their expenses are, what expenses are fixed, what expenses are elective, how are those going to move around? You know, I think one of the things we talk a lot about are taxes, obviously, but kind of with that goes inflation as well. And, you know, if your fixed expenses are X today, well, what does that look like 15 years in the future, you know, based on historical trends and things like that? So really sitting down, having candid conversations with, you know, folks and talking specifically about their situation and what they want to do and really understanding kind of those those inflows and outflows of money because ultimately if you don't know, you know, what it costs for you to crack your monthly nut financially, you gotta you gotta figure that out. So then you can, you know, multiply that by twelve and then multiply that by thirty to really kind of get an idea of bigger picture what does that actually look like for me to retire. All right, Alicia, how confidently can retirees count on Social Security for income? I'm sure that's a huge question that they come in with. And then what about those who haven't retired yet and as they think about Social Security? Well, you know, Social Security, I when people come in and talk, you know, ask, oh, well, you know, am I going to have Social Security? And they, they get this kind of panicked um, look in their eyes. And, and a lot of times what we just want to remind them is the likelihood of baby boomers not having Social Security, um, we don't see that happening. Um, it might get pushed out. Social Security, you know, they might change the rules where you can't start it until you're later in retirement. Um, there might be some things that change based on how much income you're getting, whether it's from uh, 401ks or pensions. But And all of this is personal opinion. As of right now, you know, I don't, I really don't think the Social Security is going to go away for baby boomers. You know, I, I want to chime in here and say the largest constituency of voters are the baby boomers. And if they took Social Security away from the baby boomers, what would that do to politicians? What's their biggest goal in life? What's a politician's biggest goal in life? Number one jo- job is to... Yeah, they want to get reelected. And if they step on the toes of the largest constituency, what do you think that's going to do for the vote? Now, you know, some of you might be out there saying, well, it doesn't matter anyway, all the cheating that go- that's going on in voting, which I agree, but I still think that we as an, uh, uh, as Americans won't put up with it. Right. But, but that's also why I think that in, when we are planning for people, even people who aren't retired yet, we are planning. This is what we would recommend today where social security is at today. This is when we would recommend you taking it because we really like to look at how can we maximize your benefit? And, um, not only, the benefit that's coming in, but also how it's taxed and things like that. But again, like I always say, this has to be a plan that is flexible because, you know, and we were having a review with somebody last week and we made a different recommendation. We said, Hey, this is, you know, this is what your plan was. And we are, we're recommending that, you know, maybe you should consider taking social security a little bit sooner and here's why. 
And then we lay it out. We show them the, the why with the what. And then ultimately we say, what, you know, what do you think? What do you want to do? And um, so again, while we can plan for social security and we can plan all these things, every plan that, that we create is flexible and does need to be talked about again and again and again. It's not a set it and forget it. And that plan is individualized. This isn't cookie cutter. This isn't the Toll House cookie rep- recipe, folks. This is your plan. It's what you've accumulated in your life and how you're going to help it last the rest of your life in retirement for you and your family. How it uh, is stress tested against taxes, against the ups and downs of the market, against health care, and then that legacy plan so you can tie it all together. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial team. They want to help you take the burden out of your mind that you will maybe run out of money in your retirement plan. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. On the web, you can find them at laymanlewis.com. Now, how might a trip to the emergency room impact your retirement savings? We'll address that next on the NOCO Retirement Report. Can your nest egg withstand the challenges of a 21st century retirement? Find out with a free guide from the Lehman Lewis team. Download your copy today at laymanlewisresources.com slash money. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash money. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Make a lot more money, right? Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey, and America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels, but most people agree that taxes will probably go up. Now is the time to think about your retirement accounts, and the Lehman Lewis Financial Group can use certain tax strategies in your customized plan so your retirement is as tax-efficient as possible. Find out more in their tax guide. Call or text TAX to 970-519-2212. When taxes go up, will you be ready for your free tax guide from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call or text tax to 970-519-2212, 970-519-2212. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Lehman Lewis Financial Group may not give tax advice. I've been remunerated and am not a client. Start building your customized retirement plan with the Lehman Lewis team today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, one of the things that's likely to weigh heavily on our mind if we're concerned about retirement is the cost of health care. And why not? I mean, everybody hears the horror stories of this costs so much. Now, it's no wonder it is a big concern. Fidelity has estimated now that the average 65-year-old couple, so this is two people together, can expect to spend nearly $300,000 on health care during their retirement years, and that excludes the cost of long-term care. Chuck, let's talk about some strategies, uh, and, and, and you've seen this ebb and flow over the years to help cover health care costs in retirement. How do you pe- help people plan that strategy for health care? Well, one thing that we're seeing is people, first of all, they're not aware of the cost that um, is probably going to hit their family. 
But when you're planning in retirement, we have uh, we like to set a, aside some money, saying, "All right, this is money that is going to be used in the future." Because we usually put everything in in different buckets. All right, here's here's a bucket we're going to use for five ten year period, and here's another bucket for another five or ten year period, depending on their age and income, and you know everybody's situation is different. But that third bucket is sitting there for later in life. And it's also there in the event that we do have a situation like what we're talking about, that fidelity is, you know, pretty up on this stuff, saying it's going to cost somewhere in the neighborhood of $300,000 to take care of of uh, bills that are not going to be paid by Medicare and Medicare supplement. And we're not talking about nursing home expenses uh, either. This could just be medical expenses. So you have to have a bucket of money there that if you need it, you're going to be able to use it. And if you don't, that's just going to be more money that's going to be there in the future for you. And if you think about it, if something's going on with you that you're going to need $295,000, you're probably not going to make it to that age 90 or above, which we try to plan for everyone to live that long. So that you see what I'm getting at. That money could be used earlier in life if you have a health problem that's probably not going to be used later in life. But one thing that I, you know, when we talk to people about this, they almost like, it's like uh, deer in the headlights, you know, <laughs> just like, oh my gosh, $300,000. Well, you know, and they almost throw their hands up in the air like, well, crap, you know, that's that's just a <laughs> that's, lot of money. That's all I got saved. But hey, yeah. I mean, that's what, you can't look at that number as, it's not like we're going to ask you to write a check for 300000 for your health care. I mean, this that's over the course of your retirement Right, years. exactly. And there's ways that you can really establish a plan for that. But even better than if the plan isn't that you don't need that $300,000, well, great, that just is icing on the cake. That's more money for you. That's more money for your heirs. And um, ultimately, I think that people need to realize that, like you said, Bruce, it's not just writing out a check. Sometimes it is being um, having strategies, having certain um, type of investment buckets, like what Chuck was talking about as well, to where they can use it as a, 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 monthly, a, benefit. Yeah, a monthly benefit. And so, and I'll give you, you know, kind of an idea of one of them. Sometimes, not all the time, this isn't for everybody, but sometimes we use life insurance to help with healthcare expenses. And you might be like, life insurance? What are you talking about? You know, I don't need life insurance. That's for young people who still have a mortgage and young kids at home. Not true. Life insurance has come so far. And believe it or not, there's life insurance that you can use as a living benefit if you need it. Now, of course, you know, this is part of the big planning process. But I tell you that because I don't want you to hear us and then go, you know, I'm doomed. $300,000, there's no way, blah, blah, blah. You know, I want you to understand that there are strategies, there are investments that can position you to where if you need it, great. But if you don't, it's going to be left to the heirs or left for you to use in some other type of capacity. If you need to sit down and talk about this, I mean, this may be your head spinning. You heard that number and you're just kind of freaked out. But don't make an emotional, rash decision. Don't throw up your hands and say, well, I just don't understand it. I'm not going to deal with it. At some point in time, you're going to have to deal with it. So better to be informed 
and put a plan together so that when you do have to deal with it, you can check the box and say, ah, guess what? I'm planned for that. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, this is what they do on a daily basis. They sit down with people and explain it in real-world terms. They're not using some fancy uh, you know, terminology that's going to talk right over your head. If you don't understand it, you, you, you sit there and you talk through it, and that's what they do. You're part of their team. They're part of your team. They're going to get you into and through retirement successfully. Reach out at 970 446 one two three four. That's nine seven zero four four six one two three four on the web at laymanlewis.com. And Josh, you know, Medicare people start hearing supplement B and you know, all these different Medicare alphabet soup. Uh, and I know you guys have people that can help navigate this with uh, you know, as part of the team. Now, how do we account for you know the rest of uh, the healthcare expenses when we're talking about retirement planning? Right. So it's definitely kind of comes back to that long-term planning piece and having liquid money available for that future. So if you're, you know, use a bucket planning type strategy, which we're big advocates of, it's having that long-term bucket, you know, that's, you know, positioned for more growth, a hedge against inflation, maybe some discretionary spending, but also knowing that, hey, we may need to access this in the future. Um, you might have some benefits associated with an annuity or with a life insurance contract. A lot of times I think people look at that, you know, the 300K figure and go, gosh, how am I going to do that? Well, a lot of times it's more of pooling from multiple resources rather than just, you know, going to your secret bank account and accessing, you know, $300,000 because fact of the matter is it's going to be a slow burn with that money for a lot of people. So kind of looking at where you can access things, what the value of those things are, and then what that sort of means from a lot of different perspectives too. Because a lot of times people go, well, I have this IRA and I need X amount. Well, they take that money out and it blows up their tax situation, right? So you want to sit down and you want to look at all of those different sort of variables especially with a knowledgeable individual and determine what's the best route to do this. And one given year might be different from the next, but it's definitely you want to have some things put together, whether it's plan A, plan B, plan C, and all these different contingencies to make sure I'm going to be able to cover that if and when the need may arise. You can reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234. That's 970 970- Four four six one two three four on the web at laymanlewis.com. And Alicia, now we're talking about, you know, a lot here in this segment about long-term care and planning. You know, and there are always going to be those people that say, I don't need a plan for health care. I'm in great physical condition. I've got, you know, great genes in me. I don't need to plan for health care, so forget all that. But let's talk about planning <laughs> when you sit down because it – even the spouses, when they sit down, but there's probably they need to involve their children in some of this long-term care planning, do they not? Yeah, I mean, this is where it comes down to um, planning ahead. And because once you have a situation where you need to go into a long-term care facility or have some long-term care help at your home, by that time, you can't plan 
because you're needing those benefits. You're needing that money right away. And so, um, you know, probably one of the things that makes me cringe the most is when people say, oh, well, my, my daughter will just, you know, take care of us. And I, as much as I, um, right. right. Well, and even have you challenged your daughter? Cause a lot of times, you know, family can be like, oh, oh, I will always take care of my parents or whatever. And the warm fuzzy says, oh, yay. Great, great plan. But when it comes down to it, the not only financial burden, I mean, you think about if they have a job and they have to quit their job to take care of mom or dad or or um, maybe pay for it, or um, but also the emotional um, burden. Mm-hmm. And I hate calling it a burden, but really it, it, it can be um, because it's hard work. And so if you're really relying on, you know, kids to take care of you, um, are they capable and um, both physically and emotionally, mentally to do that? Some families, yes. I mean, my, my aunt, she has been amazing. She moved in with my grandma, who is 96 years old, and she has lived with them for the past seven years. My grandfather passed away um, two years ago. And um, so watching her take care of them, it has been a huge stress off of the family because she loves them dearly, takes such good care of them, but it's hard on her. I mean, it is, she is just like, I don't know how many times she's called up, called me crying, just like, this is so hard, Alicia. Mm. And just, you know, it's hard work, um, both physically and emotionally. Emotionally, Yeah. Chuck, I'm sure you've seen that a lot. I have. And I've seen people, if you think about when you're, you know, they say, oh, my daughter's going to take care of us. Well, the majority of the time when their daughter's going to take care of them is when they're up in their 80s and their daughter's in their 60s. And it's not like, you know, she's a young, spry 30 or 40 year old anymore. She's got her own health issues. But over the period of time that I've been in this business, I've seen numerous people that have done that and taken care of their of their parents, and th- they actually aged more than their parents did during that time. They they could not go out, they couldn't go to church, they could you know they have to have somebody come in and watch, uh, you know their parents while they went grocery shopping. I mean, you cannot believe what a burden it is. And I, I don't like to use the word burden, mm-hmm. but it is really tough on the caregiver. So what I would recommend is to have, you know, maybe your family does have that plan. And that's awesome. If you guys have that plan, that's great. But here's what we would recommend is make sure that there is a plan B. You know, because if, you know, if that time comes and something doesn't work out, that you have a plan B to say, okay, well, that didn't work, so here's here's what we're going to do. Or maybe just to have the added benefit of um, a break or a vacation uh, so that you can have somebody come in and take care of you while your children are on vacation or what have you. But um, just making sure that 
that you've thought through all of those hard things. And, and believe me, sometimes these things are hard to talk about, but um, the more communication that you have with your family, the better. Yeah, and better to talk about them now when they seem hard than when you're in the midst of them and it is hard. You never want to make decisions while you're in an emotional state, while you're dealing with so many things swimming in your head. Do it while you have the time to plan. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial family. We want to sit down with you and go over these very, very important topics that are going to get you into and through retirement. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. More of the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Social Security. Do you want to get the most out of it? Learn how with the Lehman Lewis team's free Social Security report. Get your copy at laymanlewisresources.com security. That's laymanlewisresources.com security. Hey, Jimmy Lakey here. With unemployment rates near the level of the Great Depression, many of us have found ourselves with some important decisions to make regarding our 401ks. If you don't work there, should your money stay there? Those nearing retirement age, this is a decision that could be critical for your retirement. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have worked with many families with these types of decisions, and they understand your options. Taxes are at historic lows right now. They can look at options for your 401k that could save you taxes down the road. Call the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group and schedule your complimentary 401k review. Here's the number, 970-519-2212. No matter how, by phone, video, or an in-person visit that meets health department guidelines, Lehman Lewis Financial Group is ready to assist you. Call or text for your review, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Neither the firm nor its representatives can provide tax advice. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. Wait! Before you dip into your 401k too early, give the Lehman Lewis team a call. Don't make a potentially costly mistake with your savings. Get a second opinion from the Lehman Lewis team today. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, there are lots of things that seem unrelated, but actually have a common thread. Uh, Alicia, we'll start with you by, uh, let's go over a short list of things that have a common thread, and I want you to guess what it is. Does that sound all right? I'll give it a try. (laughs) Okay. So here's the list. I'll help you. Uh, Okay. It's always good to have dad's help. General Electric, Chicago Gas, and National Lead. Now, what do those things have in common? (laughs) (laughs) Any guesses? Any guesses? I would say the Dow Jones um, Industrial Average Companies. uh, These are these are some of the originals. They are. You're exact. Ding, ding, ding. What do I win, Josh? Did you say do ding I... dong? <laughs> oh. Ding, ding, ding. 
Why did know. you call me a ding dong? I didn't. <laughs> hey. You just picked up on that, didn't you? Jeez. Oh, All right. So, yes, uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average was first published in 1896, and there were 12 initial companies. General Electric is the only company still in existence and trading under its original name. I won't go over the full list. You can, of course, Google it. Uh, but there were, you know, you think of coal and leather and uh, U.S. rubber, those were some of the things going on. Um, at that time. So today there are 30 companies in the Dow, and it's now includes companies like Coca-Cola, Disney, Microsoft, Nike, Visa, ones that many people have heard of. Now, Alicia, can you talk about, and, and Josh, I know this is probably getting you all excited because I know you love the markets, uh, and so feel free to chime in, but can you talk about the different market uh, looks today? And there certainly are a lot more sectors represented. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You think about, you know, Dow Jones Industrial Average. So when you look at it kind of historically, all of those companies, you know, American Cotton or um, GE, for example, U.S. Leather, all of those were major industrial companies. So they were making goods or providing services for industries of the United States. And now while it still has the name of Dow Jones Industrial Average, we're seeing industries dramatically changed, say, over that last 100 years. So now when you think about industry in the U.S., well, Coca-Cola is an industry, right? They might be a, a soft drink beverage maker, but in the U.S. now today, that is its own sort of industry, just like Disney is part of the entertainment industry. Um, Disney actually owns all kinds of different things aside from theme parks and, you know, cartoons. So there's kind of a lot that goes with it. Same with Microsoft. You know, they're in the industry of cloud computing now where before they used to be kind of more on the hardware PC side. That's dramatically changed, you know. So it's it's sort of just the evolution of marketplaces and industry in the United States and who's actually represented, you know, within that index is, is dramatically changed just because the United States has since seen a lot of that change. And when you think about it, 1896, a few years back, none of us were alive. Um, but, you know, Alicia, do you sense of maybe the next big thing to invest in? I mean, everybody always wants, hey, what's the next big thing? But is there a next big thing? Well, and, and that's where I think for us and who we work with. So we work with retirees or mm -hmm. people, you know, approaching five to ten years from retirement. And um, that's the glory behind what we get to do is to put together a plan for people and say, hey, over here is kind of some Vegas money, if you will. And I mean, I'm not a big Vegas person, but more of, hey, this is some money that you can gamble with a little bit more in the market and, and, and really hit some of those um, next big things. But I think the whole point behind it is let's be more intentional with it. Let's, let's stop trying to guess and, um, you know, hope for the, hope for the best and plan for the best. Rather, what we like to do is have a plan together. We're hoping for the best, planning for the worst. Um, but ultimately being able to really guide some people down, you know, the, Hey, here, here's some opportunities that you can take because you have your ducks in a row. You have a plan. Hmm. Imagine that. I have I a know. plan. Yeah. So, so Chuck, and, and you've, you've, again, 40 plus years in the business. Um, and so you've seen this market go up and down and all over the place. And Josh and, and Alicia have too. 
but you've seen over a longer period of time. So diversifying is something that we all talk about and hear about. But what about in retirement? As Alicia said, you have maybe a, a set of money that you can gamble with, if you will. Uh, what about the different sectors of the Dow and how it can help us diversify that money and, and maybe, again, grow a little bit with that uh, fund money? That's a great point, and we do believe in uh, the you know putting money into the market, and like Alicia said, hey, here's some opportunity that if it, you know it could be the next best thing. But if it isn't, guess what? It isn't going to affect your life. It isn't going to affect your retirement plan. But in order to do those things, and there are a lot of sectors that in the past that that have done well, they're not going to do well in the future because of what's happened this year. And a lot of people are still, you know, they're, they're, they've got the same investments that they had five years ago. They have what we call set it and forget it. They have uh, advisors that just put it into a slew of different mutual funds and they don't do anything with it. And that's okay if you're 30 years old and you've got all this. Well, it's really not okay for that either because, again, a lot of these sectors are not going to do well in the future. And you've got to know what's going on because things have changed in the last year drastically. But getting back to what we always say, have a plan. Being able to know that, hey, I'm going to get into some more risky things here and kind of go for that gusto. You know, I want to, I want to really make it big. But knowing that, hey, if I do lose, it isn't going to affect my life. It isn't going to affect my income. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't you like to have the, the peace of knowing that, hey, if the markets drop 20 30%, that it's not going to affect my income or how long I'm going to receive my income? That's the kind of thing that we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It's by having a true diversified portfolio. And I, I hate to say it, but most people that come in here that have not worked with, um, you know, someone such as ourselves, they don't have a diversified portfolio. Yeah, they have a diversified risk portfolio, or they've got everything in, in complete safety and they're not making enough to even keep up with inflation. Wouldn't you like to know what all the options are? That's what we're about here. Yeah, and in fact, uh, if you'd like to do that, it, it, folks, <laughs> retirement planning is not Instapot. Uh, cooking your retirement. You don't just set it and forget it. Uh, <laughs> it's just not that way. You don't just stuff it all in one pot and go, well, good luck. I've turned it up uh, and I'm going to let it cook. And I'm just going to let it cook for a little while and everything's going to be great. That's not how it works. But you do have to have a plan and so that when you do put it in the Instapot, it cooks at the right temperature, it cooks at the right length. And uh, again, it it. Uh, reacts to what's going on in your life. Chuck, Josh, Alyssa would love to sit down with you and put together this plan. You can reach them today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. And so, uh, Josh, generally speaking, how do you determine how much of your retirement savings you can put into the market? Do you have a kind of a, uh, a scenario for that in your plan? You know, that's something we always talk about. Again, it's, it's really individualized. So again, kind of coming back to looking at what that income gap looks like for people. You know, how much of your income do you want to have guaranteed? 
And so looking at Social Security, pensions, things like that, and then looking at how much will it cost to buy this future cash flow in a guaranteed fashion and how much of that do you want? And so for some people, you know, it, it really kind of depends that they might have a great income situation from those pensions and things like that. And then we say, okay, all of this other money could go into the market, but is that what you want? So really it, it kind of, we, we want to be respectful to everybody's risk tolerance mm-hmm. and kind of that, you know, I always say there's two sides to, you know, investment, discipline, and volatility, right? We have this financial capacity for risk of how much we could actually lose, you know, in a numerical fashion, but we also have this emotional capacity for loss. And I think that's going to be one of the biggest determinants for a lot of people of what we put into the market. Because some people, they could lose all of their money in the market and they'd be just fine, but it would probably kill them, you know, to to suffer through that. So that's where we always want to look at it specifically for that individual, look at their time frame, look at the horizon of when they want to use that. And then we kind of reverse engineer those numbers when we get all of those different data sets and say, all right, Here's what the plan would look like. So, Alicia, uh, this is you know one of those things that people. I can see Jim and Sally sitting there at the stoplight right now, and <laughs> Jim's eyes twitch, and he's like, "Stock market." I feel like uh, we want to. We want people to be comfortable uh, when they have this conversation. So let's talk. You know, again, we're, you're not going to talk over their heads if they don't understand something when they're sitting down with you guys. This is, again, about that kitchen table conversation. This is comfortable. And if you don't understand something, there's plenty of time to ask questions. This, When you bring people in, this is to have, and it's not just a one-time shot. This is something you're going to do over the course of years in planning them through their retirement, correct? Absolutely. And I a lot of times, you know, People come in who have been clients of ours, um, you know, and every year we're just re-educating them and saying, this is the why with the what and reminding them this is the direction that we're heading with your plan and here's why and here's kind of the review of we've already talked about this, but hey, as a review, here's here's what's going on. But when when you first come in our office, it is so much education, but it's not like the education where, you know, like you said, we're not talking over your head. I mean, that is the last thing that we would ever want. And in fact, a lot of times, you know, people don't even have to ask a question because I can see their eyebrow go, hmm. <laughs> and I say, okay, let's stop there. Um, what's the eyebrow? I, and and so, okay, well, re-explain this part or what what's going on with this and and really honing in because, again, it's about getting to know them as well and, um, you know, being able to answer their questions and have them not be afraid to ask questions. And I had somebody uh, call a couple of weeks ago that said, I am so sorry. I'm calling again uh, with another question. I'm like, no, I love it. This is why you have us. This is, this is why you've hired us so that you can pick up the phone at any time and give us a call and run stuff by us and ask questions because we want people to know the why with the what and truly understand. And that's what we want. And, um, clients love it. That's what it's all about. Folks reach out to the Lehman Lewis financial group, 970-446-1234-970-446. One two three four on the web. Uh, I want to invite you to to take this uh, down. LaymanLewisResources.com. 
and there's a checklist challenge on there. It's laymanlewisresources.com forward slash list, and you get a checklist that you can download, look over, and then reach out to our team. laymanlewisresources.com forward slash list. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, great being with you again. Uh, we look forward to uh, you know continuing to educate uh, Northern Colorado here. Uh, have a great week. You, you too. too. Thanks. We'll see you next week right here on the NOCO Retirement Report. Start building your customized retirement plan with the Lehman Lewis team today. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed index products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.